Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? gibberish or do you really know what you're talking about well i thought before we get into tonight's topic i think we should mark you know the news that has come out in the last week that we are losing the 13th doctor and we're losing mr chibnall as well we are yes and i think because we were trying to we thought this the other week didn't we it, that this will be the first this will be the first regeneration that happens whilst we're recording this podcast not Obviously, I mean, we won't be recording a podcast as it happens. Or we could, though. Live, Maybe we should um, watch yeah. it together live, and uh, that, that, that'll be a live yeah. reaction podcast. Oh, that would be a thing. But, uh, yeah, but I think this is an interesting one, and it's, um, it's also it's fascinating watching the reaction, isn't it, mm-hmm. online. Um, generally, uh, people are very positive that there's a change, keep that thought in mind because i think they might be mistaken um but also everyone's getting a little dig in at the end of it and it and it's the it's the current story the current idea that that uh, i've got nothing against jody there's always Chibnall. a but <laughs> yeah but Chibnall, the writing's terrible but no one can say why the writing's terrible or why it's worse than we had for most of Peter Capaldi's, which mm-hmm. I always find fascinating. It's just, oh, it's terrible. And that's the new truth, that that uh, Jodie Whittaker's done her best, bless her, bless her little cotton socks. You know, she's done her best for a lady. It's been a failure, but it's not her fault, not her fault. <laughs> um, Chibbers has let her, let her down, any he? Because he's a crap writer. Um, and I, I, I can't see how his writing is any worse than some of the other showrunners if not better because <laughs> one thing we found in it is that that uh, Stephen Moffat great writer awful showrunner <laughs> yep and it's um, not like you know it was a golden age a new re- 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 no. re- renaissance of Doctor Who and then Chibnall come along and it yeah. all went down the path. he come along and it just all started to stink we yeah uh, look back at our past yeah. episodes there have been some right stinkers well, all the way through Doctor Who, right from yeah. the very oh, beginning. God, yes. um, but uh, and and what what's really weird is that that when people do, if you if, if you've got a reason you don't like it, I think that's great. And it's like we'll be discussing reasons probably tonight why we don't like things, um, judging by the story. Um, and that's if you don't like it, you don't like it. You like what you like. I voluntarily sat and watched The Boys in Blue on Saturday, <laughs> forced Dan to watch it. Never heard the last of that. When does the um, divorce uh, start? Well, I think that evidently that's uh, it's classed as mental cruelty. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, I do you know what? I was sat laughing all the way through it. Now I know it's a shit film. There's no way you can ever say that's a, a classy film, but I just love it. I think there's something about it. I really enjoy it. Um, and if you but if you don't like this current version of Doctor Who, that's that's fine. And there's been episodes that we've not liked. 
-hmm. there's been aspects that we don't like I mean we we really don't like the the wackiness no um, you know the quirkiness the enforced quirkiness Um, but I think one of the things that that isn't particularly bad is Chris Chibnall's writing Um, I think it's not bad he's just writing a different version of Doctor Who than most of the new fans or indeed some of the older fans want because one of the, the one of the things that's come out where people have actually given a reason they've said um, seems to be what they resent that there's no arc storylines mm. which is weird because I'm quite glad that the last few seasons haven't had overriding arcs I'm sick of the overriding arc um, I don't know whether it's my age or you know I'm nostalgic from my childhood I, I like to I, I quite like to watch an episode and not have to remember every detail about it for the yeah. next. Yeah, what's wrong with the standalone is what we're exactly. saying. Exactly, standalone's good. And I, I've, quite, I've quite found that refreshing. Um, but the other thing that I think is going to be hilarious is everyone's assumed that the BBC are going to go, well, that, that didn't work, did it? Let's go back. Let's have an older man, and we'll get a, f- a good fan in. And even some people saying, oh, they, they think it's secret that they're going to bring Tennant back. And no, they're not. For God's sake, um, yeah, I think I think be careful what you wish for, yeah. because I can see Doctor Who going the way that people are saying it's gone completely. Um, it's it's quite worrying. I think that the BBC have already said that uh, this next incarnation of Doctor Who will be Doctor Who for a whole new generation. And it's like, oh dear, that is a worry. That yeah. is, yes. Yes, and like I said to you, new by new generation, they don't mean the 50 to 60-year-olds. No, no, no. So my, my prediction, and is perhaps we should both do a little prediction and then we can come back and see how utterly wrong we are. Cause we probably, oh, yeah, that would be my good. Little, yeah. My little prediction is we'll get uh, possibly a fairly unknown, but possibly have done one or two other things, very young actor, I think younger, the youngest we've had so far. Male or female? Um, I I don't think that will be a question. I think it will be depending on what their pronouns are. Aha, uh-huh. right. I don't think we'll get a male or a female. I think we'll get someone that is either gender fluid or... Because if you think that's that's brilliant, that's ideal for the BBC, isn't it? Because the big complaint is from the old guard, we don't want the female doctor. Well, they might not get a female doctor. Mm. Might not um, get a male so one either. They might not get a male one either, yes. Um, so I think I think we'll start seeing this next incarnation aimed at a very younger audience. Mm-hmm. Um, because, of course, the, when, when, when uh, Tennant was at his height, the, there was a, a, a huge amount of money to be made from the 10 to 12 year old audience mm-hmm. you know, Doctor Who Adventures the junior books the toys the stuff they, they they weren't sold just to collectors they were sold mainly to kids on the street mm. and I think they I think that's where we're going to head for the problem wrong. the problem I've got there is when when they were you know when they brought Who back and they were aiming it for you know a, a, a younger audience I can connect with that because my children were that sort yeah. of age. Therefore, I'm aware of what you know TV and uh, you know production was like 
how that those shows were aimed to yeah. my children. The trouble I've got now, if they do start aiming it to a, a, a younger, say, young teen audience, my children have grown out of that. My children yeah. don't watch TV anymore. Um, so I watch d- TV yeah, anymore? so I don't know what TV production for no. say the you know 12 to 15 year olds is these days um so i i i wouldn't have a clue if they were starting to do it that like what what we have in store if they are going to plan yeah. on doing something like that yeah i i don't know other than i mean i i can't remember the last time i watched terrestrial tv and when i say terrestrial i don't mean through an aerial i mean still through a dish or off the internet but actual, you know, drama that's been modern produced stuff on the BBC now, because it's it's almost uniformly bad, isn't it? It's, yes. Yeah. You know, it, it it it's your Netflixes and your HBOs and that that are doing the quality work. Mm. Um, so I I don't I don't know. I mean, I I hope I hope that this is a resurgence. It brings the fans together. You know, we get a a, a good actor or actress. Uh, we get good writers, um, people with an idea. I, there was a, a terrible article, I think it was in the Daily Mail or the Telegraph, one of those you know, reactionary papers, and they said their, their like, plan to save Doctor Who would be to uh, bring Tennant back to... Uh, oh, what was the other things they did? It was all basically going back in the past to have over, uh, one, one overarching story per season... Um, and a couple of other bits, and it was like there's no, they're not they're not going to do that. The BBC no. are not going to do that. Um, for 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 better or worse, the BBC is aiming more and more at uh, the the minority side of the audience. And by the minority, I don't mean in race or anything like that, but I mean the the smaller viewers, the better. Mm. Um, yeah, it it's an interesting time. Yes. And, you know, you and I have been talking, um, you know, earlier in the week when we were doing our other show and, you know, we're coming up to the 60th anniversary and it wouldn't be uh, uh, nice for whoever's going to be 14th, but I think it would be a very logical place to end the show. I I wholeheartedly agree. November 2023, exactly 60, as close to the date as possible, have it as a 60 year long tale and now the tale is over. That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think it it would be quite sensible as well because I I think we're we're in the place now. I mean, this for us, Doctor Who's over, isn't it? I think um, we're we're watching the new stuff, but we're watching it out of a sense of loyalty. Things mm. like that. It's not yeah. aimed at us. It's aimed at. But I think if they want to reboot Doctor Who in say five years, they sort of need to end it soon. Mm. Um, you know, it, we're almost. It, this nice segue into tonight's episode. We're almost reliving now the the Doctor Who as it was in Sylvester McCoy's time, wasn't it? Where towards uh, it was getting towards the end. Yeah, yeah. It it need it needs a rest. Yes. Um, if only to to put some distance between the uh, you know the the fan vitriol that the pro because. Can you imagine, why, why did the BBC even bother anymore, other than money, of course? Why did they bother even making it? Because the supposed fan base that's meant to be the, you know, we'll watch it, whatever, just give us Doctor Who, sir. Um, 
hate it. Mm. That's the opinion, isn't it? The general population have passed it by. It's like, okay, we've been there, done that, seen that, it's over. Um, yeah, I don't know why they bother even making it, to be honest. No. Other than, like, say, purely money. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah. We've, we, we, we've got a number of specials. Uh, it's back at Christmas, yes. isn't it? And then we've got, what, four yeah. specials four next specials, year? Four specials, I think, yeah. Um, and we, yeah. Well, we, yeah, it, is it, we've got, yeah, because they said it's six episodes, didn't they? But it's not really six episodes, is it? It's, I think it's four episodes and a couple of specials or something. Mm, and it's yeah. going to be, for the, the main bulk, it's going to be one storyline, which worked so well in... Uh, in the last season of Torchwood, didn't it? Mm. <laughs> it's awful. Um, I hope we're wrong. I hope it gets a resurgence. I hope people go back to where it's great and people can really come together as fans and that, but I don't think so. No. World's, well, world's moved on. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll, we'll be reporting on it, won't we? Yes. We'll be commenting on it as well. So yeah. uh, Perhaps we should do that. We should, we should record reactions as I think we should we watch the first episode yeah. yeah yeah and especially the regeneration episode yes if they can keep it under their their hat uh, and, and it's a complete yeah. secret I doubt I can't see that they could do that I don't think so no you've got to have the palaver you've got to have all the the announcing of the doctor with yeah. Zoe Ball and all this bollocks haven't you exactly yeah and even if they could the fan base wouldn't because some idiot would take a photo of course and yeah. have to post it for notoriety and that yeah, yeah and then moan about that there's no surprises anymore mm. <laughs> very strange all right well let's see what happens let's see what happens yes. but yeah very uh good point you made there yeah the story we're talking about tonight is pretty much yeah. where we are now with new who where everyone had kind of lost interest with it and it was the twilight years of the show wasn't it this one it was yeah this was the uh <clears throat> this was the period where certainly i had fell out of love with the show i know i think you'd given up at this point you? no it's not that i'd given up i i can remember this story the happiness patrol yeah. is the one where i can clearly remember this i think this is the very first time i got angry with the yeah. show there's no one there. But I saw them. Show me! But I... I, I could have sworn they were under the table. I can feel one of my moves coming on. <laughs> Welcome to the candy kitchen, gentlemen. I'm sure the pleasure's all ours. I do hope so. I like my volunteers to die smiles on their faces. I got angry this time watching it, and Anne walked out. This is the first story where she sort of walked out. Certainly, I mean, there might have been one or two at the beginning before we got into the habit of watching it, but yeah, it's... Uh, I think she found it embarrassing. Mm. I think that's the word for this one, isn't it? It's, this feels like an experimental school play. Mm. Which is great, if that's what they're in for, well done. Um, no wonder the audience was turning off in droves. That word you just used there, feels, right? Yeah. That's the problem I have with it. The whole feel of it is completely and utterly wrong. And, and yes. I, I'll tell you for why all the way through it. And I can remember hating this uh, when it first came out. Um, I haven't seen it since it first came out. Um, I've, I've only owned it because... No, I, uh, 
I'm the same as you. I, I haven't watched it. I think I said last time. I bought the VHS. I bought the VHS, the DVD, and the Blue. Uh, no, it's not on Blu-ray. I bought the VHS and DVD, and I have not watched them. Right. I never watched either of them. It's I, when it was first on. I remember hating it um, and thinking this was the the absolute nadir of Doctor Who. Um, and I thought, I thought I might reappress it, uh, reappress it, reassess it. I probably repressed it as well. Um, and I think I have to a certain extent because you can see what they're aiming at here. Um, but it's just so wrong. Mm. Every like you're right. Everything about it is wrong. Everything um, feels wrong, doesn't it? Yes. Except uh, for, I've got a caveat <laughs> on this, and I was very yeah. surprised at the end of episode one. Right. Right. After that, no, I, I'm, 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 you know, I, I actually, I, I, thinking back to this story, I hated it and I hated the Candyman uh, because to to me he represented the absolute nadir of yeah. of this show. By the end of episode one, I was very surprised because yes, a lot of it, and we'll talk about it in a minute, it is shockingly awful, and I completely loathed it. But this time round, watching it, I and I never thought I was going to say this. For me, the Candyman is the best thing in it. Oh, by by a country mile. And I um, hated the Candyman before, but I I, I really quite like him. He is definitely the best thing in this yeah, show. I, I when I first watched it, I thought this this was quite a clever villain. I mean, he's misused horribly, um, but this could have been this could have been a brilliant villain. Um, but it's by far the cleverest thing about the, the show. But again, it's slight, slightly misused. What's really weird is ev every decision they've made, certainly from my point of view, is wrong and could have been fixed easily. So you've got, like, the planet is meant to be having enforced happiness, but the outdoor sets are all really nicely moodily lit and dark. They shouldn't have been. They should have been bright studio lighting. And then you've got the Candyman kitchen, which is bright and looks like something out of bloody, um, you know, a cut, cut base, cut base Willy Wonka. That should have been the dark, brooding, yes. terrifying place. Can you imagine the Candyman hoving out of into shadows, you know, which is light upon this? Oh, it'd have been amazing. So they've got everything asked about face. Yes. Yeah. I mean, in the original script, it is all meant to be bright and uh, the, yeah. all the streets are meant to be bright and everything. Of course it should. I think the reason it's dark is they've got absolutely zero money. They've got maybe, what, three it sets. Crap, yeah. And they... it would look crap. So they, yeah. they, they, they made this decision to, you know, turn all the lights right down low. And very often we say about Doctor Who things, it's too bright. Yes. But this just adds this to the feel of it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it uh, everything... The, yep. the the look of this story, as soon as it started, right, and and you you, you know you see those streets, everything about it, I, I I just hated it. I hate the production yeah. design. I hate the outfits. I hate this soft video taping of it. I hate the lighting. Yeah. I, I I can't abide the music, especially the bloody harmonica. Yeah. As soon as that started, it's like oh shit, it's yeah. this one. Yeah, it's um this is a this is what amazing as well. People saying oh, I don't like. I don't like Chris Chibnall's writing because there's always there's always political message in it. Christ, have you seen these shows? Because <laughs> this is this is a message show, isn't it? This is this is uh, the gay rights show. 
And even that's the wrong way around, because they should have done it where it was the opposite. So not not that uh, sadness is outlawed. It should have been that happiness is outlawed. Yeah. Well, it, wasn't you know, there a William Hartnell story, um, which they never made, which was the reverse, um, where everybody had to be miserable? I think it was called The Joker or something like right. that. And, and everyone has got to be miserable, yeah. and nobody's allowed to be happy. Um but uh, oh, uh, all right, well let's get going. Let's yeah, get let's go, get going, go, go, going yeah. because I mean I I, I hated it. Um, but th- this first episode starts and it all came flooding back. You know this th- just th- the feel of it, yeah. the look of it, everything about it. Well, my my first line is this looks like a school play, and it mm. does. It feels because it, it's almost like they're going for minimalism, isn't it? And I imagine you're right. It's probably more the budget has run out. Um, and I think there's there's probably a place for experimental Doctor Who stories. So things like the Mind Robber and that, where there's you know the sets are utterly uh, unrealistic. But that's the whole point. But this isn't meant to be. This is meant to be a planet and realistic. Yes. You know, it, it's difficult to do experimental Soviet play stylings. Yeah. On the BBC at seven o'clock on a Tuesday night. With no money, and and this With is the no thing. Money, yeah. The original script is meant to take place yeah. over several weeks. This story, but because yeah. they couldn't afford to do that, it takes place over one night. This whole story yeah. takes place over one night, and yeah, you've got this rubbish woman on a rubbish park oh, bench Christ. talking to this rubbish Silas yeah. P. So, person. so this none of this makes sense either. So, we we find out later on that the color black is outlawed. So why are they both in black raincoats? Yeah, yeah. Why in a in a uh, a place where colour is mandatory? How have they got black raincoats? Yeah, where are they getting them from? Where are they getting them from? And also, this this feels like if if at the end of this episode it would have said written by Rick from the Young Ones, <laughs> I would have gone. Yeah, that makes sense. You expect him to keep popping out and going, do you get a message, kids? Do you yeah. get the message? Um, yeah, so you got this woman, and the, the dialogue is is not at all realistic. Like I say, it's like it's like a Soviet experimental theatre piece. So they're, they're basically saying lines to the camera, yes. to the audience. It, it, this, is the sort of, this is the sort of acting in theatre I detest. If you like this sort of thing, that's fine. You'd love this story. I mean, it has got its people that say it's a work of genius uh not to me and it, it's terrible and yeah so you got this guy and he comes up and he's going oh are you sad and there's a secret a, place yeah. where you can go where you can be yeah. miserable yeah it's called the bbc um <laughs> it's us watching this us, yeah yeah you he should have done that he said just become an audience member for yes. <laughs> um and then he turns the card around and he says ah happiness patrol um, and he actually tells us, the audience, yeah. I am an undercover happiness patrol yeah. agent. Yeah, it's uh, it's terrible. And so yeah, so if you're if you're not happy, you're a killjoy. Yes. Um, Subtle, which I'm, isn't it? I'm, yeah, I think they probably thought that was it. That was hilarious, and that that kids on the playground the next day would be playing this and going, you know, a killjoy would be the new Dalek. Mm-hmm. I, I've got news for you. There were no kids watching this, mate. No, this, they had all gone was, by there now. There was hardly anyone watching this. Yeah. Um, and it's rubbish. He blows a whistle and in they come. In come the Happiness Patrol. Um, and I kind of like forgotten these women. Um, 
they come in like they're in. Not blanked it out. I think it's more blanked it out because they yeah. the, the way they come in, what they're wearing, they're, 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 everything about them screams to me uh, the two Ronnies. You know, when the two Ronnies yes. did yeah, the, worm yeah, the worm that turned. The worm of sand, yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. It's that sort but of that level. But that was done as heavy-handed satire. In a comedy that was meant to be sketch, funny, yeah. yeah. This ain't. Um, no, this isn't. Um, I love the fact, though, that, again, the money's so run out. Everyone's just wearing um, catering smocks that have been dyed pink. The costumes are atrocious. Awful, yeah. That bloke, that Earl, who we're going to see later. Oh, God. This attempt at trying to be, like, mm. 30s clothing but it, it, yeah. it's not even top shop clothing is it no. you know also why i don't understand it this is an earth colony isn't it yeah. um we find out it's called terror alpha because of course the tardis arrives doesn't it yeah and out comes the doctor and ace and they're talking about dinosaurs so I, i'm guessing the doctor's telling her about invasion of the dinosaur because he mentions the brigadier yes. doesn't he, he mentions brigadier so a triceratops in mm -hmm. the london underground um this first scene is the only scene I like in this entire show with Asin, and I think it's—I don't know why it's different, but she's she's playing it with a bit of enthusiasm. She's excited about dinosaurs, and it's like, oh, good. oh, okay, good, yeah, this this might work. And then you get into the next scene, it's like, oh Christ, she can't act. I think I think Jesus. the reason for that is this is day one of filming, and then you know yeah. the show hadn't the the story hadn't got to her. Then the depression sets True. in. Yeah. You know, but I like I like yeah that the fact we had it last week, didn't we? That um, um, you know that uh, you know um, uh, Perry knows about Joe Grant because they've been yeah. talking about the Doctor's exploits, and and we've got yeah. it here as they step out. They're obviously talking about when he was the <coughs> third Doctor, yeah. an invasion of the dinosaurs. So I don't mind yeah. that at all. No, I, I don't mind it, and also I. I think this is the first time I've seen one with Sylvester McCoy playing the Doctor, other than Remembrance of Daleks. I think it's the first time where he seems to be underplaying it. I don't know whether it's in reaction to the shit that's going on around him. And there's well, a couple of scenes later on when he's playing the spoons, and he, whenever he's talking to the jazz guy, I just want to, like... Yeah, I, I was going to say, episode there. one, he's all right. Yeah. But then the rot sets in, and rot I think that's... In, right, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and he says that they're there... Because uh, he's been hearing disturbing. How many R's does he say in rumours? Because he's starting rumours <laughs> about the place. Where? where How? Where, How has where, he got? Yeah. yeah. Where? Where? Where has he heard these rumours from? Yeah. I uh, I put this in the notes. It's like, how has he got? I mean, have we just forgotten at this point that this is a time travel ship? You can't have contemporary rumours that you've picked no. up. Because you already know, you can go into the future and see it. You can go into the past. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, he's heard bad rumours about this, this uh, the situation on this planet. There's something evil there, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, a bit more evil yes. than the music that's playing. That doesn't really sound yeah. like music. I don't really notice it. No. Um, um, so you know. I think we're so used to it in shops now. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't understand this at all. So they bump into a census taker, which is our old friend. Um, He's from, from Caves of Avengersani, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's. Um, th that's what's so annoying about this as well. There's a really good cast, not in, given anything in to a load do. of crap. Yeah. Yeah, so he's really good, and but what I don't understand is he's immediately unhappy and morose. Yes. I mean, it, this is this is your this is the basic idea of your story. That 
everyone has enforced happiness. You've got to show that. Every single person yeah. you meet is morose. Yes, yes, yep. Yeah. They all should be arresting themselves. Yeah. I Sheila mean, Hancock is the yeah. only one who seems to be she's, cheerful. She's the only one that's putting any effort into this and seems to have understood what they're going for. Everyone else is miserable. And it's not like they're playing it as a... Um, she's so deluded as the leader that everyone is miserable because they're saying they'll shoot you on sight if you're unhappy. Yes. The streets should be littered. In fact, everyone we meet should get shot. Yes, it's meant to be a happy, happy yeah. place, but it's the most miserable place yeah. that you also, can think of. Also, he's a, he's a census taker that goes round and census takes entire planets, and he seems to do this by just randomly walking up to people and saying, who are you then? Yes, yeah. He's got to do that to the whole planet, hasn't yeah. he? He's, got, he's doing that to the whole planet. But, I mean, luckily, there only appears to be four people on this entire planet. Yeah, there, so. yeah, yeah. Because, again, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the money's run out. Um, and then uh, they, they go back to town, Stanley, and they've painted it pink. Yes. Because they say that everything has to be a happy colour and you can't have gloominess. Unfortunately, all your sets around <laughs> you are painted in moody colours yep. with like Soviet-era graffiti all over them. Yes, it's a miserable place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Silas P is getting some tacky stick-on medal uh, added yes. to his pink uniform. He's in his pink uniform. Yeah. Given him to him by um, Margaret Thatcher. Um, yeah. Uh, Sheila Hancock. Um, yeah, sh apparently they say, yeah, there was no, you know, uh, allusions to... Um, Margaret Thatcher in the script, and it was Sheila Hancock's really? uh, uh, choice to play it that way. But no, get out of it. Uh, I claim bollocks. Yeah, I um, claim bollocks because too. Because the, the whole thing's written as a as a a, a very very heavy-handed satire on the treatment uh, of the gay community at the time in Thatcher's Britain. Yeah. You know. I, yeah. <laughs> that that's someone after the thing going. Uh, no, no. Did you did you like that she played as Thatcher? Because if you'd say yes, I'm going to say I'm going to claim I wrote it like that. And if you say no, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Sheila's yeah. fault. Yeah. yeah, and um, I I don't mind her in this. I, think I don't mind her. Yeah, I, 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 I I I like Sheila Hancock. Actress, I've always yeah. liked Sheila Hancock, and you know, good on who, her for having to perform with yeah. that puppet and keeping who a straight you, face. Who do you think of, when you think Sheila Hancock? Which character do you think of? Because I've got one that always, that's all I think of. Well, she's, um, she's, um, she's the wife of Kenneth Connor. Senna Pod. Senna yep. Pod, yes. I was trying yeah. to think. <laughs> that's, uh, I wasn't until I met some, I uh, married somebody called Pod. <laughs> yeah. 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 I always think of her in that and I always think of her on uh, the classic, you know, 70s era, um, Just a Minute. She was always brilliant yes. on Just a yeah. Minute. Yeah. I mean, it's bad, isn't it? It's like she was award-winning actress, magical career, spanned everything. We remember her for a Carry On film. <laughs> Married to Kenneth Connor. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Right. It could be worse. Could remember her for this, I suppose. Yeah. Well, can we mention? Can we move on and mention the rubbish um, cars that they use in this uh, thing? Yes. These cars that go at about one mile an hour. Well, we get. We've got two, haven't we? We've got the like the bigger golf cart yes which at least seems to be able to move but then we've also got this weird go-kart the go-kart yeah. yes yes i mean there's one scene where sylvester mccoy has to get on it and escape and they have to stop following him because it's going off at like about 
a, a mile a year. It is, it is terrible. Yeah. I, I don't uh, see the point in these things. No. I really this, don't. I, I wonder if this was a case of they ordered this stuff and were promised something and then either they couldn't afford that and they just went and hired a golf buggy or it turned up and it was like, what? Mm. <laughs> what, what is this? Mm. We have two things that happen next. One is the doctor decides he's going to get himself arrested to find out more. Because that always yes. works. You're going to find out everything well, by this, getting arrested. This, this, yeah, you've, this, you've hit on the point that I, I got in my notes and I was going to raise. This entire story, I can imagine the writer, very much like Rick, is patting himself on his back for how edgy and on the nose it is and telling it like it is. But the, all of this requires them to treat the Doctor and Ace completely differently to anyone else. Because in, in a real-life situation, they would just kill them. Yes, they would end and up in that tube. And that's the Doctor's gone. There's, there's, there's many scenes in this that the, 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 you can feel the writers going, oh, wow, sticking it to their man. Like the, the scene later <laughs> on with the... Um, you know the scene with the uh, the sniper where he talks the sniper down, and it's oh. meant to be the most. You're meant to go, oh my god, this. Man. And he says he does nothing. He goes, oh, it's hard to kill someone, isn't it? Now in real life, of course, that sniper would have just shot him. Yes, between because the eyes. That's what, yeah, that's what people that are uh, have been indoctrinated into these fascist regimes do. Do you think that after the camera was pulled away in Tiananmen Square, that the, the guy with his shopping bags in front of the tank <laughs> survived? Uh, no. No, 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 no. No, dear. And strangely, that, that fascist regime is stronger than ever. Yeah. And th everything relies, like the doctor says, oh, I'm going to get arrested. And gonna... I would like a different cut of this where they either just shoot him <laughs> or they arrest him, put him in jail and never come back. Yeah. Oh, or dear. they deport him off the planet and he loses the target. Um But yeah, he wants to be arrested. Um, and it, when we, we get like we get various scenes from Ace where she's indignant. Oh, these are deport. awful. Oh, God. Oh, it's terrible. Um, but yeah, um, so, so they're doing things like saying, we're, you know, we're not happy, you should arrest us. And they go, oh, no, you're tourists. And eventually he goes, oh, you should have been issued a badge. How does he know that? He's never been there before. No, other than this is the era of Doctor Who when the Doctor knew everything. Oh, right, okay. <sighs> He's the chess master. Yeah. yeah. Um, shortly before they go to a prison that's not a prison, it's a waiting zone, of course, we get another bit yeah. of stunt casting, in my eyes. Ronald Fraser. Yeah. Who... I think Ronald Fraser is a, is quite a good actor. He's in he's in a few of my films I like. He was a staple of the the sixties and seventies British cinema. Um, but, but not in this. Not in this. He's <laughs> no. um, I think he's took the money and he's running, isn't he? he yes. He's he's not taking it seriously at all. Um, I don't blame him. No. I really don't blame him. Mm. So, yeah, that's when, you know, in this waiting zone, you know, uh, yes. the pair meet the killjoy, Harold F. and his fruit yes, machine. Yeah, because we've had, we've had, um, uh, is it Silas P? Whoever so the we've had Silas P. Oh, no, that's he, Gilbert. Yeah, he's already, Gilbert, that's it, Gilbert M or whatever. Yeah. He's already mentioned that he's, he's lost a brother and he doesn't wear it, and this is the brother, isn't it, we find out, mm. um, playing a fruit machine. And this, the budget is so much that you, you remember in um, Animated World, and they, the budget 
couldn't stretch to a prison cell, so they kept uh, the guy uh, prisoner in a corridor. Yes. Remember? Yes. And this is even worse, and they go, where's the prison? Oh, it's that line on the floor. Yes. They haven't, yeah. got, they haven't got the money yeah. to make another set. Yeah, they can't afford another wall, no. let alone another set. So they go, oh, we don't have prisons. Hang on, you've been talking about putting people in prison. Now we have waiting zones, and they move about so you never know where they are. Mm. Even though this one seems to stay here all the time. Um, yeah, it's it's terrible. And then this this guy with clown makeup on is playing the slot machine, and he turns around to deliver a load of terrible exposition, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, you're punished if you're miserable, yeah. if you wear dark clothes, if you listen to slow music, yeah. uh, reading poems, walking in the rain. And we also learn from him about our subject for tonight, the Candyman, who is a yes. dangerous experimenter who makes sweets. Yeah, he, uh, he likes to experiment on people. We never see that, do we? we no, no, no. Can't I'm, afford that. No, th th he seems to be putting people in a barber's chair. Yeah. And, and, and putting a black cloth around them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there are three ways that you can go out. Um, um, the late show at the forum, uh, a visit yeah. to the candy kitchen, and something else, although he doesn't say what that is. Um, and then we find out what it is. You've got to stand there and have a tube put over you. Yeah. Um, and that's when we which, see our which, adversary. Yeah, which drowns and kills you, except you're quite obviously still alive. And... Moving about on the floor. When that guy lands, you can see yeah. <laughs> that he's, yeah. he's fallen over oh, with a bit I'm more force. Yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. yeah. Um, and there he is. There's the Candyman yes, in his candy, candy kitchen. In all his glory. Yes. Um, and it's. I mean, I've, I've seen this. It used to be at Longleat. It used to be at the Doctor Who um, uh, experience. Uh, it was sold it's, it's a little while ago. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The prop yeah. store sold it. Would you like to guess how much it sold oh, for? On. Let me uh, guess. I uh, think it's thirteen hundred quid. It was two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts um, to begin with on on this? Can you remember seeing this for the first time? I can time? remember seeing this, and uh, initially going, "What the hell are they doing?" <laughs> but then after a while, you, I think, like your reaction, you go, "Okay, actually, this this is quite good because." Whoever's playing him is playing him quite well, and there's a nice bit of juxtaposition going on. Um, but it makes no sense in this story. This, I mean, I know, I'm pretty certain that they made this suit for this story, mm -hmm. and it was designed. But again, it feels like one of those, JNT was wandering past the room and saw someone in this suit and went, oh, we've got to have that in Doctor Who. Because it doesn't make any sense on this planet no. that you've got a... A weird artificial life form made out of sugar. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't fit anything. Well, um, I, yeah. ha I, have a, I have a semi-explanation oh, right. in, in oh, cool. behind the scenes. Um, I, I can remember watching this and going, Jesus Christ, it's, it's Bertie Bassett, you know? Yeah. How can they, how can they do this? Yeah, I think I think um, Bertie Bassett's people thought that as well, didn't they? They most certainly um, did, and it's very vague whether they actually sued the BBC, but it yeah. seems that no, if they didn't get it. money, yeah. it was on an assurance that he will never yeah. come back, we will never do this again. Yeah. yeah. I think they, they probably said, you're not going to repeat this, are you? And they went, unlikely, <laughs> mm. given, the, given the reception. Um, but there was, a, at the end of the episode, there was a... a like a continuity announcement, wasn't there, saying that there's no way 
Yes, yes, yeah, by the Bassett Company, and which I remember thinking is was weird at the time. Um, but I, if if I'd have been Bassett there, I mean, other than the fact that he's a homicidal maniac, <laughs> yeah, I'd have, I'd have jumped at that, wouldn't you? I'd yeah, done a tie-in or something. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. It's nice to know that licorice all sorts of uh, lasted though. Yeah, because oh, it, it's a few hundred years in Ace's future, isn't it? Yeah. What I would have liked to have seen is, at, at the, the end of this episode, instead of what happens to him, is... you remember in the Monty Python science fiction sketch where they, the Mr and Mrs Brain Sample end up eating <laughs> the uh, mutant Blamonges from Mars? Mm. I would have liked it if they had have appeared and ate the candy man. Yeah. Oh, that, oh that, that was lovely. <laughs> that would have been nice. That would have been <laughs> nice. Would, yeah. I tell you what is very odd, um, you know, watching this. With this story in general. Yes. All these years later is that, yeah. you know, you see the Candyman and he starts yeah. the execution, doesn't he? He starts pulling he these does, levers yeah. and the goo um, goes down which the are, pipes. Which are just stock um, uh, railway levers, aren't they? They are, yeah. They've taken yeah. it from some set for a, yeah. a, a, a railway signal box, haven't they? Yeah, signals, yeah. that's it. Yeah, and a lot of VMA clear tubing. Yes. Um, and... Apparently, I, I, I can't really notice it, but uh, an awful lot of when you see all the machinery going and the pipes moving, the thing going on, a lot of that is model work, okay, oh, right. um, which has been somehow digitally or, you know... Prefer by, to is it's been composited in. Yeah, it's well, been composited yeah. in. What I find incredibly uh, um, odd is when you watch him, the character, when you see that he's in this kitchen and he's going to kill somebody through, yeah. you know, fondant surprise, and you see all the machines and you see the pipes going and the things turning around, and I'm, I'm watching that and going, this is very Tim Burton, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is very Edward Scissorhands, you know, the inventor, old Vincent Price and Edward Scissorhands, he's got this over elaborate kitchen thing, you know, making the cookies and stuff like that. But this is two years before. Edward Scissorhands. Do you think Tim Burton was sat there and watching this? <laughs> Making notes. Making notes. Going, Ooh. Definitely. The can I'm looking at the Candyman now. Uh, his eyes with the spiral eyes and the way they yeah. turn around. That's a very Tim Burton type look. I yeah. think. That's the only bit I don't really like about him is his eyes. No, I like his eyes. I want to know how they worked. Have you just got a couple of you know D batteries behind oh, it? Oh, I imagine. Turning so, yeah, a little a thing. Of motors and a couple of yeah. Yeah. It's very Edward Scissorhands, I think. Um, yeah. And, yeah, the guy is drowned uh, rather unrealistically yeah. in this fondant rather surprise. Rather unconvincingly as well. He's thrashing about and moving. Yeah. He's coughing his guts up. Yeah. Like, He's dead. <laughs> and that's when Gilbert goes to see yeah. the Candyman. And, as I say, the Candyman is the big surprise for me tonight in that, um, you know, because in my mind, the Candyman was the ultimate worst thing in this story, yeah. was the Candyman. Everybody oh, I, says yeah, he's I the worst thing. So. I totally disagree. He is the best thing He's in the it. saving grace of this. Yeah. And I like his design. I like how they made it. Yeah. You know, I like... I'm not too keen. I think he's... Is that meant to be a silver moustache he's got, made out of metal? I don't, yeah, I don't know whether it's meant to be a silver moustache or, like... He's, Jawline, or something. but yeah, it's, it, it looks tacked on afterwards to hide. Yeah, it's something. a it's an afterthought. But I yeah. like all the goo at the joints and everything. Yeah, I yeah. like I like Hot that you glue, can. Yeah, yeah I, I like how you can see the actor's mouth and they've yeah. you know um, put yeah. some fake teeth in. But what I especially like about the Candyman is when Gilbert goes to see him, he starts talking, 
And I like how they've, you know, you know, altered the actor's voice. And I like especially the way that the Candyman, as nice as he looks and as sweet as he looks, literally, he's just raging all the time. I- I love it that they they portray these two as an old married couple. They Gil back. Brilliant, yeah. Gil back. Oh God, the wife saying, yeah. I I think that's that's clever and subtle and well done. I want to say I like you know it's like um, Vaughn and Packer. Mm. I like I like when when the uh, the the bad guys have realistic mundane lives. Out yes. There. Yeah, and they yeah. just bicker with each other. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so as good as that is, as good as yeah. the Candyman is, and I'm watching it and thinking, actually, this story's, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, it looks shit, all Did the you streets. Think picking up? You go, oh, I think picking this up is now. picking up. Maybe this isn't going to be yeah. so bad. Unfortunately, the next scene, we get Fifi for the first Fifi. time. Awful. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Because Anne sort of said, what, what is that? Why what what's it oh she was still in the room at this point yeah this she made it she made it through episode one and about three minutes into episode two i think it was the thing of oh you're watching the rest see ya (laughs) (laughs) yes i think all of my family might have uh said that as well so yeah this this is typical don't it i bet i bet when you were watching like the curse of peladon or you know um the the uh, planet of evil and you great acting great none of your family will wander in put this on yes and they will they're going to wander in aren't they what's this oh is this your doctor who <laughs> or your doctor is this your doctor who? let's have a look oh it's terrible isn't it and go a smirking yeah, yeah. let's yeah. go kids daddy's yeah. gone mental yeah, and I think, you know, I was thinking, oh, maybe this story's not going to be so bad. I'm quite, Candyman's quite good, actually. Yeah. Um, I think everything after Fifi's first appearance, it starts drip, dropping yeah. down and down and down. Because straight after Fifi, we've got this bloody stupid booby trap go-kart scene where you've got Priscilla P, who is guarding them in this thing that's not a prison. It's who, just a corner of the set. Just, she's the woman off of Dear John. She? she is, she is. Yeah, and isn't she meant to be cheerful but she's not yeah she's um, not cheerful at all throughout this and, you and needed yeah oh, it just annoys me it could have been so easily done you needed people that were enforced cheerful yes and she's not yeah. and, and she's she, not. they're she, all miserable she watches them go across and find this yeah. go-kart no idea why there's a go-kart there she watches them as they discover the o2 obvious yeah. bomb you know on the go-kart she watches them as they deactivate it and she watches them go off as they go off at yeah, like very, walking very speed slowly, yeah uh, and at what point does she shoot prisoners why give her a gun yeah if she's not going to use it yeah yeah and then shortly after that we've got this again bloody stupid moment the the go-kart's broken down and for some reason uh, sylvester's yeah. mccoy has to be upside, upside down, down yeah to can't, fix it. can't do anything anything that isn't over the top in a slapstick way um, I mean, fair dues to him. That was what his act was, wasn't it? It was mm-hmm. vaudeville slapstick yeah. nonsense. Um, it, it is nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I've written here, bloody stupid equals Ace getting recaptured, the Doctor driving away from the happiness patrol at one mile per hour, yeah. Ace on the spoons, making a new friend, rubbish harmonica player in his cheap suit. That's what I've wrote next. And yeah, it's all rubbish. All of this now, it's really going downhill now. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, we've met the we've met the rat people. 
Well, we've seen bits of the yeah, rap people. I had completely forgotten there. about them. Completely yeah. forgotten. Well, they don't do anything, do they? It's, again, it's like, oh, did oh look, we found some rat suits. Oh, let's bung people in there. Yeah, we. I think the the Nadia for me of this whole thing is we meet. Uh, yeah, we meet the a quarter, the harmonica player. I don't even know what his name is. Earl Sigma. Um, Earl Sigma, and it's this thing again, thing of. He he's a cool nineteen thirties character, so he's got to be American, um, and he's too cool for his own. He's not. It's awful. And this this whole thing at the moment in this period, where they tried to get jazz into everything. Do you know why this uh, harmonica music is so shit? I didn't realise until I looked into it. Play? I don't know. Yeah, that is exactly what day. it is. The, is act, it? Oh, right. the actor right is just pretending to play the harmonica right. Yeah. Then they get in a composer who, watching the finger movements of what oh, he's right. doing, composes music yeah. to match what the actor's doing. That's why it sounds so crap. Yeah. It's awful. It's terrible. It, it, why yeah. would you do this? So he's an alien, right, who's, yeah. who's come to study or something, and he's trapped well, he's there. He's a doctor, isn't he? He's, yes. He's a doctor in a not-so-subtle hint that, you know, he's equivalent to the doctor. So yeah, he's a doctor that's come to study, has been trapped there, for some reason decides to dress up in a zoot suit, or a polyester version thereof. And um, spend all night yeah. walking along playing a, a harmonica badly. Yeah. wonder what he does during the day. I don't know. Regrets his life choices, I yeah. think. And they've only got, what, three sets, haven't they? So they're on this yeah. street scene. Yeah, they've literally got a street. Yes. And it gets used for everything. Yeah, and yeah. somehow, from from there, they go immediately to the candy kitchen. Somehow they yeah. find the candy kitchen. And just wander in. And wander in, and hide yeah. under a table. But Gilbert sees yeah. them. Yeah, I did like that. I, don't, I didn't know whether that was just because it was so bloody awful, or it was great. Yeah, they hide under the table, and you think, well, they're not very well hidden. And he just walks in and goes, ah, people under the table. Yes, and I thought, that's either very clever or they realise that they just can't pretend, you know. Often people don't have peripheral vision in Doctor Who, but that would have been so stupid. Yeah. Um, and Gilbert waits, doesn't he, until Candyman yes. comes in and says, look, we've got guests here and we'll get into the end of episode one. I do, like I say, I do like the way the Candyman is raging all the time. And I especially like his line of, I feel one of my moods coming on. Yeah. <laughs> He's already well, in a bad happy, mood. Is he? No. He's not happy at all. Did you know he was originally meant to be just a, a, a fat man in a white lab coat? Really? Yeah, jolly but sinister, I think the term was in the script. Um, but instead, we, we get Bertie Bassett. Yeah. Um, didn't, uh, didn't have fat shaming in them days, did they? No, 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 no. So. If you're fat, you're fair game. Yeah. Episode two, then. Um, you, yes. you, you, you know, they've got Earl and the Doctor strapped down. And uh, we find out that he's a, a creative executioner for Helen A. Yeah. Um, well, they, they make a big thing about that they, they do this because his executions are so diabolical that people won't try it, won't break the law because they're terrified of being executed by him. And everything he does is so mundane and he basically just drowns people. Yes. I like how. In different flavoured liquids. Yeah, it's a bit of Charlie and Chocolate Factory as well because yeah. he says, I make sweets so nice that uh, humans can die from the pleasure of just eating them. 
as well. I made some fudge at the weekend that was a bit like that. He's an odd creation, this guy, isn't he? You know, he's an executioner uh, who, in his spare time, makes sweets for everybody. Yeah. I, it, would, it would be good to see Gene Wilder playing this, you know, because I, I love um, uh, the Gene Wilder version of uh, Willy Wonka um, much better than the Johnny Depp abomination. Oh, yeah. um, but there's a definite dark side to him. He's a psychopath. But I yes. would have liked to have seen him doing this. It's like, yeah... I, when we're not, when the factory's not open for business, we're killing people. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, no, no, he would have been good. Um, I mean, all the way through this, we've got this subplot with Ace, which I'm not really going to mention because it's just so boring. Oh god, um, she gets a friend who she's so cut up about this friend that she's known for three minutes, and Leslie Dunlop, who again is is usually a good actress, is so boring. Yeah, she puts no effort in. Well, apparently, and instantly she... trusts Ace, and Ace instantly trusts her, and they're so cut up when they. Well, it's not oh. instantly because there were other scenes, but they were cut out of these two bonding, but they've all gone. So suddenly, Ace has got a friend for absolutely no yeah. reason. Yeah. Well, it goes from she's arresting her to she's telling her how to get out. Of yes. The... So hang on, what? Yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing in this subplot that I'll mention is when they're being menaced by one of them, no, not Priscilla P the, the, other yeah, the other one the other one. Um, she holds a gun up and for a split second I thought that was Tynus's gun from Blake yeah. 7 because it's got the hemisphere underneath the barrel and it's like oh, oh my god, that old toy Mauser, you know it's that amazing. has made it through but yeah. if you actually look later on you see it closer ones it's not, it's some sort of water pistol I, where, I'm I'm happy that it wasn't. No, so am I, because yeah. you, you, you know they would have added blobs on it and painted it red yeah. and yellow. Um, but yeah, it seems to be you know stick a ball underneath a barrel when you've got a science fiction gun. There you go. That's, mm. a, that's a t-shirt in itself. Yes. Yeah. Um, back to Candyman, and Candyman actually admits that he's made from caramel, sherbet, toffee, and marzipan. Um, yeah. Why? How's that work, man? Yes. <laughs> Why hasn't he got flies buzzing all around him? I know. Why? Well, I mean, how is he? I mean, oh, it's just... <laughs> I mean, who's to say in the future they might discover that you that cream volivants can contain data? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it does seem very silly. Because also later on, when he gets melted, uh, he's got other things in him. He's got a metal endoskeleton. Yeah, he's yeah, he's basically the Terminator, yeah. isn't he? But instead yeah. of being encased in living flesh, it's uh, sherbet. And yeah. toffee. Um, well, I don't understand this thing. How can He's got lemonade? He's a loose groin flap as well, hasn't he? Have let me let, let me have a look at his groin. Let me have a look. You know the the black centre of. The, oh yes, do you reckon that's that, a flap? That flaps. I reckon it is because it flaps about in the show. And I thought, I wonder if that's so you can have a wee. It must be. Yeah. It must be. I didn't realise that was a flap. I just thought yeah. that was a licorice also. You didn't look at his groin close enough. I didn't. I didn't. Right. I, I save that for Mad Max in character. I'm very often looking That's at true. We do spend groins. an inordinate amount of time discussing groins. Don't we? Well, Mad Max in character, not very often yeah. on um, um, uh, Doctor Who. But yeah. um, what is this thing about lemonade can stick him to the floor? Yeah. So because he's got sweetie feet, um, lemonade melts Glues, his sweetie sweet. feet, glues it on. Okay. But then water instantly frees it up, and then lemonade once again makes him sticky and sticks to the floor. So in all his time in the candy kitchen, he's never once accidentally stood. Mm, I guess not. In anything, or stood 
too close to the fire. I suppose if you get some on his hand, his hand would stick to the counter, would it? I don't want to think of the Candyman having sticky hands. No. All right. Okay. Well, shortly was he, after this, was he playing with his Sherbet family. <laughs> what was going on? The doctors escaped, of course, um, and he meets these rat people, and we are seriously on the slide now. These, I, 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 I didn't know anything about these. These, these shouting rat people. What is the point of these rat well, people? So, well, other than to annoy. So you've got this race of rat people who have seen Ace for three seconds, but managed to pick up all her mannerisms, all her most annoying mannerisms. Mm -hmm. So the Doctor meets these rat people and instantly treats them as a noble race, worthy, honest. How does he know? I don't know. I really don't know. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, and they don't do anything. There's no reason for them to be rat people. Also, this one length of sewer pipe they got. Um, for God's sake, put the microphones don't don't use them in there. Everything echoes. You can hardly hear what anyone's saying in these mm -hmm. sequences. Well, you say about that pipe. That's when Helen A sends Fifi yeah, down Fifi. Oh, the pipe. Don't, don't base an exciting adventure sequence on a puppet with gammy legs. Are we supposed to be scared of this, Fifi? Is I think this... so. I think this you're meant to be terrified of this this fearsome Poodle. small glove puppet. Poodle puppet, yeah. Just kick it one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I've next put, this harmonica is really getting on my tits. Yes. Yeah. Do you like harmonica music in general? No. I, I, it strikes me as it's a bit like... Humming. I just want to slap people that hum. It, yeah, it would have been just as bad if Earl hummed all the time, I suppose. Yeah. Um, well, at least I suppose the he could have been on a kazoo, couldn't he? That's some. That's possibly worse than the harmonica. Mm, yeah. Is a kazoo. Yeah. Now, Gilbert, at some point yes. in all this nonsense, says something that is relevant to uh, behind the scenes. He says, oh, talking about relevant to the plot. That's no. unlikely. Um, he says at one point that Candyman is sugar-based, and he saw this at the planning stage, right? Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I've, I've got more information on that when we reach the end. Um, All right. Yeah, yeah. Then we've got that awful, awful scene where we've got Snarly Sylvester talking to the snipers, talking them out oh, of using their God. guns. Do you know what this? I can't remember what it was in, but this one, one of the Doctor guidebooks they. They rate this story as like the highest ever, ten out of ten, and the sequence they say that that that, that this this shows is this sequence and it shows how mature and amazing it is that that the Doctor talks these snipers out just with the power of words, and it's crap. It's, it's not crap. even yeah, it's not even like it's clever enough that you go oh oh uh, it's he basically yeah he says. Um, go on, kill me. You can't, can you? What if he could have? <laughs> Oops, goes the yeah. doctor as the bullet goes and, slamming and through we his get, skull. We get the classic, so this this uh, this sniper, he's a classic BBC alpha male, isn't he? So therefore toxic to the nth degree. And he's, uh, he's rah, he's lay, he's, he's, he likes guns. Um, uh. Well, it's awful. Well, it also, they keep, they say... Uh, these snipers are gunning down people in the square. They're keeping people. It'd be nice to see that, wouldn't it? Really? Yeah. No, you All don't see, see is, anything. Yeah, we don't. We see two people with a cheap plastic gun, 
stood about three feet up on the balcony yeah. with nothing else happening. Also, we've got to say at this point, I think, we've had this procession of people who are opposed <laughs> to, to everything. But who are they? Why aren't they being uh, stopped? I thought, you know, if you were miserable, well, they say they're the you're fa- shot. They say they're the, the sugar factory workers or something, aren't they? So mm. Okay, so we've got the candy kitchen. We that, but that no nothing's been implied at the moment that their entire economy is based on sweets. <laughs> or I missed something. No, I don't think you've missed anything. It's no. just this bad. Oh, oh dear. Um. So yeah, the doctor. This makes no sense. Candyman is stuck to the floor, just calling out for yeah. Gilbert all the time, right? The doctor goes back to the candy kitchen, right? Yeah. Does a deal with the doctor. It says, I, that's quite a nice line, I am a candy man of my word. Yeah, I, I love all the self-referential, like, later on when he answers the phone, he says, <laughs> candy man. Um, brilliant. I love that. The, this, yeah, this, this is the best thing in it. You're right. Yeah, but it serves no purpose because yeah. the doctor then oh, sticks him to the floor it. again. Yeah. And he's off screaming for Gilbert again. Yep. Yeah, so, filler, pure filler. It is. Three isn't episodes it? and we've got filler. Yes, yeah, yeah. But never mind because I think up soon we get to rest of playing the spoons. Yes, we? we've got the harmonica and the spoons. Yeah. You know, two more things to annoy me, you know? Yeah. Um, and it ends with. Like you were saying, everyone's got to be happy, but everyone's miserable. When when the Doctor finds this poster that says that Ace is going to be, you know, auditioned, he knocks on a hatch, and there's this really, really miserable guy on the other really side of the hatch. Really miserable, yeah. Shouldn't he have been arrested? angry, yeah. It makes no sense. And also, the Doctor goes quite rightly, uh, when's, this, when's this show on? Oh, it's in five minutes. What, you've only just put the poster up, and he goes, well, we do it for appearances. Why? You've literally just been mowing people down in the streets. Yes. Who is this appearance for? <laughs> oh, oh, good grief. Yeah. Well, that's the end of episode two, and yep. we're now in episode three, and, and um, I've just put lines rather than writing down things. So I've got... This is what I've put. Bloody harmonica again. Helen and Fifi. Yep. The Doctor singing. Wasn't expecting that. Can't sing, can he? No. Uh, Fifi in the tunnel. Now that was funny, but for all the wrong reasons to try and yeah. like uh, pull this. Legs. Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Well, this when he's running, you see his little legs. Um, that Anne came back in the room, and she looked at it. And <laughs> so what's the time? The timing yeah. for that? <laughs> well, she did. She do a comedy 90, uh, 180 degree turn and she got, pretty much got did. Right yeah, it was. She goes, "Why has he got such little legs?" Oh, I'm going. <laughs> Yeah, and he get and he gets buried because there's this whole thing about you've got to play a certain note on the harmonica to make the rubble fall down. Of course you do. And crush it. Uh, yeah, that 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 was particularly rubbish. Um, but then yeah, w- we go up a bit because we do have that moment where Candyman answers the phone. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't got any ears. <laughs> he hasn't got any ears. Why why, why does he put <laughs> it up to his head? Yeah. They should have had him stick a little pink shrimp. You know those foam shrimps. Oh yes, yeah. Stick one of them on before he answers. Is his ear? <laughs> so put the ear on. I I also like you know it. He he does a heads or tails with the doctor, and and yeah. heads or tails that would be telling. He goes, I really like yeah, Candyman. Yeah. I thought Candyman was going to be down there with Lee John, but I don't think he's going to nah. be. Oh, not at all. No, I don't think so. 
Um, I do like it as well that um, so the doctor is still talking internally to that angry theatre guy, and he it's like well, is he a precursor to Google? Because he goes, "Have you got an A Sigma on your books?" And he looks and goes, "What act is she doing?" And I think he goes something like singing. She goes, uh, "I haven't got that. I've got an A Sigma that's doing this." You already found. He asked, "Is there an A Sigma?" And you had already found it. Yeah, yeah. What difference does it make what act she's doing? <laughs> Um, well, that oh, bit is when um, the Doctor defeats Candyman by opening yeah. an oven door for yeah. some for some reason. This is his kitchen. Yes. Has he never had to open the door to put stuff in? How does he get down that pipe? Because the next time we see him, he's yeah. he, he, he's you know almost completely in the pipe. I like that. Yeah, it cuts it cuts to him halfway. It's just his head and shoulders. Like, yes. Oh, I'm escaping. It's like you couldn't move faster than a snail before. No. You got sticky feet. No. And there he is. He's walking along the tunnel, trying to escape. But those those rat people get the pipe thing moving again. Yeah. And and he he's flushed out. And somehow the fondant surprise has dissolved. Dissolved him. All the sugary bits, and we can see the metal bits of him. Yeah, I don't know what dissolved him. I don't know. Because I haven't mentioned that it's acid or anything yet. No. It didn't act like acid before. No, he dr- he just drowned in it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Gilbert says that he made his body, but his mind was already there. Yeah. Right? Again, How's wait for work? behind the scenes. Oh, I've got the answer. Oh, You're not going to like it, but I have got the answer. Uh, right? It's on level with everything we're watching. Put it that way. Oh, well. All right? Um, and then we've got Gilbert leaving in the shuttle with Ronald Fraser. Terrible model. Terrible, terrible model. Terrible horrible model. video effects of that yes, thing. Awful. And uh, And... The story ends with the Doctor snarling at Helen A, who then, for some reason, the dead Fifi has arrived in the street. Well, I mean, this is this is again Rick writing, isn't it? So she go, so she says and she goes, "Oh, love is overrated," and then the one thing she loves is dead. It's like, oh God, this is like grade school. It is. Writing. If it had got to the end and the Doctor woke up and goes, "Like it was all a dream," I'd I'd have not been surprised. No. What, no. what exactly has the Doctor done here, though? Because a big thing has made that he's toppled this government overnight. What has he actually done? Um, let's see. What has he done positive? Uh, killed Fifi. Killed Fifi? Uh, Is that positive? I don't know. Killed, killed a, a, a defenceless animal that presumably has no concept that it's doing right or wrong because it's an animal. He it, kills it. He snarled um, at Helen A. Snarled at Helen A. Um, Who could have had him did shot? A bit of bus skin, yeah. Yeah. He's not really done anything, has he? No, no. No. It, it, oh, all right. Okay. Um, my final words on the final words I've put down because I gave up at this point writing notes is piss poor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about yeah. you, you know our rating of the story uh, yeah. shortly, but we have to go through the motions. Um, so uh, before we get into the horrible stuff, uh, Candyman, then, right? Candyman can. Candy though. Uh, what do you well, reckon on his design? The the look of this fella. I'm gonna call uh, up the image again for while we're talking yeah, about it. Uh, that's a good point. Let me call up an image of him because I think he's all right. I think he's a good little design. I want to look at his crutch um, again. Don't we all? Um, oh, I put Candyman. It's brought up Tony Todd. No, oh, of course. So it if would. you yeah. 
If you if you stand in front of a mirror and say Candyman three times, would you rather have Tony Todd appear <laughs> or Bertie Bassett? Guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at least you could you could lick Bertie Bassett, couldn't you? Yes. I suppose you could lick Tony Todd if you, the feeling uh, <laughs> came over you. Or him. Or um, him. Yeah. So I yeah, met, I, I met him once. It wasn't a good experience. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So there there we have him. There we have with his cyborg covered in yes. sweets. So I, I like him because he's ratty, and he? he's got—he's absolutely—he's got circuity bits hanging out of him. He's got sugary bits. He's got bits missing. He's got goo at all his joints. Yeah. Um, oh, that's interesting. There's a photo there of him when he hasn't got uh, any of his gooey bits or his moustache on. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll have to scroll. I—I okay. I know they removed the moustache for when he's down in the tunnel at the end. Um, I don't know why. Why was that then? I don't know. I'll tell you what I do like looking at this uh, long shot of him. I like his licorice all sort fingers as well. Yes. Yeah, I, oh, I, you sent I think me a he's photo. a good... I think, yeah, I just sent you a photo of him. It's weird. I don't know whether it's from like rehearsals or whatever. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. He doesn't, he doesn't look quite so oh. good without all the ratty bits, does he? Oh, I, I... Is oh, that him or is actual... that a model? Uh... I think that's a model. Do you reckon that's a model? It yeah. looks like it's in a set. It could be a model, I suppose. It's very good. Hmm. No, that no. I was just seeing if I could see a design drawing for it. No, I, I think you're right. I think he's better off with the moustache, even though yeah. I, I thought it was a distraction. Um. No, no. Yeah. Hmm. No. All right. I take it back. I quite. I quite like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Oh, I'm going to send you a photo. Uh, uh, listener, these will be appearing on Facebook. Yeah. I'm sending you a picture, which is somebody cosplaying him. Oh, right. At a convention. Oh, there he is with a Cyberman. That's not bad. Man. That's not bad. Just, all he needed, the Cyberman's good. All he needed was a hot glue gun to do yeah, the dribbles on to his do chest. The goo. And he yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and yeah, I don't. I I I like this design. Um, it's outrageously ripping off. You know. Yes. Uh, Bertie Bassett. I don't um, mind that though. It's done with a bit of uh, a bit of a sense of humour as well, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Which is good. All right. So design-wise, out of ten, look just looking at those photos, what are you going to uh, give I, him? I I think it's clever. I mean, it's not. If you ask me to design a monster, I'm not. I'm not going to do anything like this. I'm not clever enough for that. Um, I'm going to give him a solid seven and a half for design. Seven and a half. I'm a bit higher than you. I'm at eight. All right. So that's 7.75. We haven't got a 7.75 in design. Uh, That's the first one. The nearest to um, 7.75. Yeah, oh, very good. That's my tagline for when it comes out on Facebook. Um, Yeah, uh, yeah, no, he's 7.75 on design, this is, not adversary. So this isn't the caravan he's in. But uh, uh, the nearest is 7.8, which is Arcturus from the Curse of Peladon, who also had a very strange voice like that. He did, yeah, very similar, actually. Yeah. All right, so uh, if that's his design, how effective was he when you watch him? Um, Effectiveness is difficult because, like we say, I think he's the best thing in this, but is, is that because the rest of it is so bad? I don't think so. I would have liked to have seen more of him Mm. because I just think the character's so interesting. He's, He's a pissed off... Jelly baby. Um, That's a good way of putting him. Yeah, I, I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him an eight for effectiveness because I also I do like his voice as well. Yeah. I don't know who it is, but he's very good. Oh, I did see 
um, but I can't remember. Um, no, I, I, I share that ape with you because, uh, yeah, I like the fact that he's raging and pissed off. I like his voice. Yeah. Um, I like his stomping around all the time. I, um, I, I, I know you're not keen on it, but uh, I especially like his spinning eyes. Um, yeah, I don't know whether they're just going too fast for me. Right. I would going slower. Right. All right, well, that's an 8 for effectiveness, and yeah. I've got to round this up because it's 7.875, so we'll say 7.9 on the adversary rating, all right? So 7.9 is... not bad, is it, for it, That's not bad for a Sylvester yeah. McCoy yeah. villain. Um, 7.9, he is uh, sharing a caravan with the Servant of Sutek. Oh, right. Now, that's the Black Mask yes. uh, first version of Sutek, which is, it, it is Scarman, isn't it? But in the thing that you can... Can you imagine? It's like Sutek's servant comes in of a night and goes, I bring you Sutek's gift of death. And the candy man would be like, uh, yeah, all right, but what time of day do you call this? You could be going <laughs> early. <laughs> Sutek instead yeah. of Gilbert, yeah. yeah. So, Sutek! Yeah. Yeah. Sutek! <laughs> I, I've got a feeling the outside of their caravan is like, um, you know, um, in the Hansel and Gretel story, the witch's house yes, all made out of so, sweets. Yeah. Maybe if we'd had exterior shots, because they couldn't afford to go anywhere. Did you see that yeah. there was actually talk before they made this story, the exteriors were going to be down at Port Mirian, but oh, then they realised they couldn't uh, afford it. Yeah. Um, they but yeah. 27 quid to get in each. No. Um, I reckon the outside of the candy kitchen would have looked like the, the yeah. witch's house from Hansel and well, that, Gretel. Do you know what? That's what I would have done. I would have had it where it it is just the... It's in the woods and it's the Hansel and Gretel... Yeah, gingerbread house. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing to say it should be in the middle of a town or anything. No, no, no. That would have been rather good. Yeah. Um, so I, th I, think, uh, I think I'm safe in saying this isn't in your top ten. No. But is it on your bottom three? Uh, what on my, on my bottom three? Your worst ever uh, Doctor Who story you've yeah. rated so far is The Caretaker, right? Okay. Then you've got Voyage of the Damned, the Kylie Minogue one. Awful. And then you've got Time and the Rani. Do you know what? I would rather watch any of those three than this. Is Other it... than if I could snip out the Candyman bits. Right. Um, I say this is my worst story. Right, okay. I think this goes straight in. So, bye bye to Time and the Rani, and straight yep. in at number one, Happiness Patrol. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I would like to have seen Candyman, Candyman in yeah. a different story, but they nobbled it by not getting the approval, so yeah, that's why he never came sure. back. Um, yeah, I agree. He's on in my top three, but I've put him at number two. Because right. as bad as the Happiness Patrol is, I still can't forgive the caretaker for just doing what they did to the Doctor's yeah. character. It's awful. So, um, yeah, it, it, there's not much between it, but um, you now go Happiness Patrol, Caretaker, Voyage of the Damned. I go Caretaker, Happen Happiness Patrol, Voyage of the Damned. It's, right. it's eye-opening, isn't it? Because if, if you had said to me at the beginning, I'd have said my worst story ever would be Time in Arani, hands down, awful. Mm -hmm. Um but that that didn't annoy me. It's lazy, but it didn't annoy me like this one did. Mm. Mm. Um, it, 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 I, I can understand why I got angry with it. Yeah, oh, I can. You yeah. know, back in 88, yeah. Uh, right, behind the scenes then, right? Um, apparently, this is meant to have a film noir 
look. No, no. Just because you turn the lights down, that isn't film noir. Film noir needs to be gritty, smoky. Yeah. Not the ah. This is meant to be. This is their version of film noir. That's why the guy's got a crap zoot suit on. Right. Right. This is CBBC film noir. Hmm. Yeah. And apparently, because this was going to be film noir, there was an intention to film it all in black and white. Might have worked. Where they would have had to film again. It's called film noir because it's on film. You can't do film noir on video. On videotape, no. This isn't. This isn't. Yeah, this isn't film noir. This is film noir. You're <laughs> very good. That's really good. <laughs> um, I don't know about this, but there, apparently there's a fan myth that says that the third episode was supposed to be animated. I don't know I why. Why, why. Why? Why? Yeah. Right. Here we go. This is the backstory to the Candyman. Yeah. Right. Okay. Written by the the uh, writer of the story. So when he came to do the novelization, he put the backstory oh, right. Okay. in. Right. I've never. It's one I've never read. I well. Yeah. After this, will you want to? Right. Probably not. He apparently the Candyman originally was a human scientist called Sivad. Okay. Who worked with Gilbert on the planet planet Vasilip? All right. They're making words up now, aren't they? Yeah. And it says during their experiments, Gilbert accidentally created a deadly new germ that wiped out almost half of Vasilip's population. Well, that's we hear that in the in the uh, yeah. show. As a result of this mistake, Vasilip's king ordered that Sevad and Gilbert be executed on site. Right. So they did a runner. They hid themselves in these caves up in the mountains. And it says, One day, whilst Gilbert was foraging for food, a lone vigilante had discovered the cave and brutalised Sevad, leaving him for dead. Working through the night with the scientific equipment they still had in their possession, Gilbert managed to save Sevad's mind and stored it in a suitcase. As you do. Mm-hmm. Gilbert stowed away on a flight to Terra Alpha the next day, only to be recognised and imprisoned by Helen A., who offered him relative freedom on Terra Alpha if he used Sevad's mind to create a monster. Not wishing to be exiled and possibly executed, Gilbert used the raw materials, various confectionaries, to fashion the body Sevad's mind would be imprisoned inside. So there you go. Somehow he kept his that's mind a, in a suitcase and then put it in a... That's a strange sequence of events, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, if, you, if you were a betting man, you wouldn't bet that that sequence of events would have happened. No. Um, so they accidentally wipe out half a population, escape and live in a cave. Yes. One of them gets brutalised and almost killed. The other one thinks, the only way I can save this is to remove his mind. Yeah. Not brain! His mind. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you can have a mind absent a brain. And put um, it in a suitcase. Put it in a suitcase, as you do. <laughs> um, escape to another planet. They they then say to you, I recognise you, you're a mass murderer, but if you become my mass murderer, you can, but you've got to make a monster out of... What you got in your suitcase there, mate? A mind. That'll do. Make a monster <laughs> out of that mind. And he goes, well, all I can think of is to make a giant... Jelly Baby and Dolly Mixture Monster. What the... Yeah, exactly. I, were drugs involved? You're not going to read this novel anytime no, soon, are you? It's, I mean, what's this guy's name? What's it? Who wrote it? Oh, I can't... I, 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 I can't, I, I can't I, find yeah. that bit. I haven't got it here, no. I mean, he's done more than me. He's uh, got a Doctor Who story published and 
created, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say his writing style is not for me. Right, okay, that's fair enough. What about the writing style of the sequel to uh, oh, this? Candyman lived on in a audio adventure called Sweet Salvation. All right. Okay. Which Doctor? Well, it, I think it's the Eighth Doctor. Oh, okay. He did right. like shit as well. Didn't yes. <laughs> and apparently he survived what we saw and becomes right. a mercenary and executioner. How did he survive? I don't know. Um, and while <laughs> so it was a passing suitcase, may, maybe yeah, he was smuggled out in a suitcase. Um, uh, but he was working in a labour camp somewhere, right. right? And his body was torn apart and eaten by androgums. So, oh God! Right, he was this reformed like but eaten. Rank. And there's something right, called okay. the Eleven. I don't know what the Eleven is, but it seems to be okay. an entity called the Eleven. Is that found the IQ him. Of the writer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, constructed a new body from spun sugar, right. which gave okay. in an... I was going to say from sponge. <laughs> from sponge. Like some weird things to... Spun sugar body. Yeah. Have, have they ever watched Great British Bake Off? Spun sugar has a tensile strength of nothing and lasts 30 seconds. Mm. Yeah. Not 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 good, eh? Not, not the best thing to make a robot from, I wouldn't have thought. You wouldn't have thought so, no. no. So that, BMW that... very rarely make their production line robots out of spun sugar. No, I haven't seen one. Well, no. not for ages, have you? No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you another image now. Oh, okay. Because yeah, when when they um, recreated him, they made him in a more human form. Oh, right. Okay. Let me just find it. I've this just saved it, and I'm gonna send it. Where is it? Where are you? Where are you? Here he comes. Let's see if this compares to what we saw on screen back in '88. This is apparently now what he looks like. He looks like old Brent Spiner from. He looks like Data. It's, it is. It's it's Data. So it looks like a photo of Data that they've added an After Effects yeah. filter to. Uh, That's rubbish, it looks isn't it? Awful. Why has he got spider legs coming out his back? Uh, I don't know. Spun sugar web. Oh, spider spin web. I think you got it. I think you got hey. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more to the point, if you've made about sponge sugar, why has he got lovely hair? Yes, yeah, maybe that's candy floss. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. All right, and that's with that we're done. Um, Happiness Patrol, we can tick off our list well, of stories to be done. Never ever talk of it again. I tell you what, if it wasn't for the Candyman, I never thought I'd say this. If it wasn't for the Candyman, this would be oh, I I would be really oh. annoyed. The the only. Yeah good thing in it is the Candyman and I yep. and I thought he was the worst thing in it. I Can you totally imagine if they, had of, uh, if they had gone with the fat man in a smock mm. this would, there, there would be literally nothing worth this uh, for this story it, it's, it would be a total waste of space mm, Yeah. alright um, I've got a little bit of feedback before we go today All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> from the writer, you've got him with you <laughs> Yes, this is your surprise, Ian. I'm just imagining that a writer sounds like Arthur Mullard. <laughs> this is my story. Oh, man. Dear I've written it. No, I've written it, yeah. Well, we're going from a crap story to an up, back to another okay. crap story. Um, because from Neozaz, we have a bit of feedback from Neozaz. Oh, All these are from Neozaz. Uh, Mark Jacobs... Uh, our friend on Neozaz who's yeah. commented on a number of things talking about the uh, the White Guardian versus the Black Guardian oh, he, right, yeah. he, he came up with a very good point and I'd, I hadn't made the connection at all 
He says, I think the White Guardian was wearing Gulliver the Seagull on his head from Finger Mouse. <gasps> oh, Finger Mouse. It is. That, that's exactly what the Seagull looked in yeah. Finger Mouse. Yeah. Oh, that would have been brilliant if they'd have had Goffy stood behind him and doing <laughs> his wings. Yeah. Yes. So when when the White Guardian gets shocked, the wings come up. Uh, does that mean though that the other one should have been wearing the um, the tortoise? Oh, that would be funny as okay. well. One of my one of my, this just tells you why I don't get invited to parties. One of my party tricks is uh, give me a sheet of paper and I can make finger mouse for you. So you can break the ice at parties with that, I can't can, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Many yeah. a time I've done that. Yeah, yeah, it's stalling, the party's stalling, no one's having a good time. Quick, yeah. bring in Ian and his finger yeah, mouse building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you Ten could, minutes to make finger mouse and then three hours explaining you what could, the hell finger Yes, you is. could, well, there you go, you could have a new career as a party entertainer. Yeah. That's your one, one, one act. Yes. <laughs> All right, so th- thank you, Mark Jacobs. That's yeah, a good point. That. That um, good, I, yeah. I've never made that connection, but, yep, yeah, I think that's definitely where he comes from. And, and finger, finger bobs would improve any story. Story, wouldn't they? Yes, yeah, yeah. All right, so the other Mark, you know, I confused the two before. We've got yes, Mark yeah. Jacobs and Mark, Mark from New, Mark Z- too, New yeah. Zealand. Yeah, this is Mark from New Zealand um, oh. talking about uh, the same thing. What, Here we finger bobs? No, no, <laughs> talking about the same story. Uh, Mark says, another great podcast on a truly dodgy story. A cross between a pantomime and something E. Nesbitt may have written if she had been alive at the time and asked to contribute to Doctor Who. I had never seen this one before and most probably won't see it again. Lee John is terrible in this, but I feel there is an even worse acting performance by Rick James in The Mutants. What do you think of that, Ian? Do you agree with that? Rick James is terrible in The Mutants. I will give you that. He's terrible in Blake 7 as well, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, I th- I think I think you're right. We're possibly they're, they're on the same par, definitely. All right, okay. Uh, Mark, One is go- embarrassing. The other just is isn't a very good actor. All right, he's very wooden. Uh, Rick James didn't look directly into the camera, though, no, did he? When, when the camera's not meant to be on him. Gurning, grinning, grinning. Oh dear. <laughs> I'm a pirate. I am. Oh. All right. Um, Mark goes on to say, I am originally from the UK and moved to New Zealand 20 years ago, age 34. I grew up watching science fiction and horror, mainly liking British stuff the most. I've followed your Blake 7 podcast, which I thought was excellent. I can't wait for the Time Lash episode, and I'm sure I'll have a stupid smirk on my face at work while I listen. All the best from New Zealand. Oh, thank you for that. That's yeah, lovely. that was nice. And then that man Mark Jacobs is back uh, for our third bit of feedback, right. um, talking oh, about Mark, Time sorry. Lash. Yeah. Um, he says, the first time I watched Time Lash, my friend and I thought the android was Lenny Henry. Um, okay, I don't, I, I don't see the resemblance. I don't, myself, I don't. Um, yeah. Colin Baker was fine. However, I would have been 12 at the time and just starting to notice the production and design flaws, like the obvious fruit machine made to look like a control panel. Also, and this is a good point that Mark is uh, raising. Also, I think this story finally puts pay to rumours of Paul Darrow's Avon going slightly mad in season four of Blake Seven, and thus the reason for overacting, as he seems to be doing the same no. here. I think he just gave up, didn't he? I think he gave up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's acting that way because Avon's mad. No, he's just no. chosen to act that way, you know? Yeah, definitely. Mm. 
Um, the, the, uh, I was thinking the android. The android does look a bit like he's got the same hairstyle, I think, as Lenny the lion. Do you remember Lenny? <laughs> Lenny the lion. Oh, I hated scary, Lenny the lion. Yeah, oh, he wasn't as scary as the man who had his hand up him, no, operating him. That's true. Oh. There is something very, uh, very unsettling about people that do uh, puppets work. Yeah. Yeah, at least Sheila Hancock wasn't operating Fifi. That would have been worse. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So thank you, Marks, for yes, uh, your, you, your, your your comments. Let us know, you know, what you thought of <laughs> yeah, uh, you thought the happiness patrol. Yeah, oh, good, Bennett. Yeah. I mean, we are on a bit of a, a downward spiral at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know if New Who is going to uh, bring us back out really, of it. So, well, I I don't know because this again, this is one I haven't watched since it was on but i remember thinking it was all right but i don't think this is going to have aged at all well so you so haven't watched it reasons. since deciding no. on it right no no i've not watched it yet I, I i always i find it difficult to watch one if we haven't talked about the previous one I get uh, yeah no i don't i don't know uh, yeah um so i'm going to watch it but we're, we're because this is uh we're obviously with um christopher eccleston again and we're getting very limited we haven't What's got many more Ninth this, Doctor yeah. to talk about because, yes, yeah. um, so many of the stories feature Daleks, etc., etc., you yeah. know. and Yeah. So so this one does technically feature Daleks, but we're not going to be talking about the Daleks. So this is uh, a bad wolf. I wish I could say it in Welsh. I can't. Um, yeah, this is bad wolf. So technically it's a part one of a two-parter. But what we're going to be looking at is Android. <sighs> That's the one and with the Android. Other, yeah, and the various other, which I, because they're they're all based on TV game shows of the time. Yeah, there's a Big Brother in there, None isn't of it? Yeah, I don't think any of them are still going. So even in this short amount of time, it it will have been. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Has this one held up? I don't think so. I think this is. I don't think so. Th 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 this has yeah. almost immediately dated itself, hasn't it? Yeah. Mm. And also, oh. much like all of his coasts, we get to see uh, John Barrowman with his clothes off. Do all we? A bit of topical humour there for you. Yes. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, well, like you, I've seen it the once um, yeah. and didn't want to watch it because I can't stand Anne Robinson. Uh, Cannot abide uh, her. I, I agree. Yes, I agree. Uh, a, a terrible old Harridan. Yeah. She's still alive. I, I think she does countdown now. Was she? Was she ever alive? <laughs> Was she ever alive? I can alive? imagine someone's made her out of sponge sugar. She's like Thatcher, isn't she? You know, something, yeah. so, some evil person created her. No, I, think. I, I don't think that's true because I don't think everyone hated Thatcher. No, that, 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 no, that is true. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Android but it will, is. Will, yeah. Yeah. Will we, will we go on a little upward trend or will it carry on downwards? I feel like we, even though we've had some real classics this run through, it. I feel like we're on a downward trend. At the mm, moment, yeah. This this one's just been so bad. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see what happens next week. The, yeah. the week after again is a story. I mean, I, that that'll be me with the ten yes. doctor. Um. And I don't know. I think we might be coming up on that one. We oh, might good. be. We might yeah, be. So. All right. I think maybe. I think maybe. But but yeah. Let 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 let's see what happens next week. All right. Yes, um, and also if you, because I do know there are people that like the Happiness Patrol. If you do like it, 
let us know on Facebook why. Mm. Have we misunderstood it? Are we too dim to get it? Because yeah. that is a definite possibility. Yeah, are we missing something? Some things go over my head so often that, you know, I've got tyre tracks. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I, we might be missing something. Yeah, is this a very clever allegory for something? Yeah, like Ian says, let us know. Let us yeah. know. All right. Okay, folks. Well, we'll see you in a week then. Good stuff. All right. Nice one. Bye. Thanks, Ian. Bye.